0: fan zone show we're talking about uh things that smart disney world vacationers and guests always do that you might not know about or maybe you do and we're going to get into that shortly first i want to let everybody know there is no news tonight um jess is on assignment so she'll have a bunch of news for us next week all right so let's get into it first i'm going to introduce we've got john kurt darlene Lottie, and myself stewart this is the ww fan zone show um our preferred travel planner is Mass fan travel. So if you want to go to Disney world, Disneyland, take a Disney cruise and adventure by Disney or another kind of vacation, they can do it all for you. And all you've got to do is find out what they've got to offer for you. Cause they're going to do things your way, the right way. The only way is by going to www.massfantravel.com. That's www.massfantravel.com. All right. So, um, you know, it's Darlene and I live down here in Florida now. So, we're not vacationing there anymore. We're going to the parks. So it might be a little more difficult for us to come up with things that smart people do, but I can think of somebody who's very smart amongst the group. And, and I'm talking about Lottie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: everybody's smart here. I, I, you know, that was a little bit of a joke, but but Lottie, I know you've gone on solo trips, trips with your family, trips with um, larger families, um, so, so you've seen Disney from every single aspect you possibly could. Like, What's the number one thing you can think of that most people don't know about that they can do at Disney to make it a better vacation? Stay
2: hydrated.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Stay hydrated. I remember being at Epcot and uh, I was uh, near Morocco and there was a mom that was in the bathroom and she was screaming for help. Her kid... I had a heat stroke and um, it's just as simple as there are so many places where you can get free water. Just fill up the cups, keep your water bottles filled. Kurt told me about uh, a long time ago about taking a filtered water bottle because the the water there sucks, but just don't ruin your vacation by not staying hydrated. Just smart people drink their water. The entire time.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Stuart, you're muted.
2: Oh, man. That means we can take over
3: the show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Stuart has to reset because yeah. obviously he's having a, a microphone issues again.
4: So here he comes well, back in. Well, While he's coming back in, I did want to add, so I like Lottie's idea of being mm-hmm. hydrated, but something to remember is you can bring, and to be smart, smart people, bring their own drinks in with them.
1: Mm-hmm. Or they have,
4: like you talked about the filtered water bottle or regular mm-hmm. water or whatever your family likes to drink, and then you have it with you. So it's, mm-hmm. it's harder to get dehydrated if you've got it with you correct
0: and, and something non alcoholic <laughs> yeah. something else you can do and i know they tried stopping it at one point but some places are still doing you can ask for a cup of ice water
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah everywhere no. I've,
2: I've never what been
0: asking for a cup of ice water uh they did i stop haven't it. either yeah they did stop it at some places during COVID because i know i was with somebody who was told no they couldn't do it anymore and I it was one of the kiosks but i don't remember where um mm-hmm.
1: I know one of the hot days, I was just recently at the park, um, and they were standing outside Regal Eagle area handing out cups of water on trays, so.
0: Oh, you know, when we had a very hot summer down here. I mean, I didn't go to yeah. the parks all the summer because of the heat.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, I mean, the temperature right now is actually still... Um, I think it was like 80 degrees. So yeah, we,
0: It's 82 here right now, where I am.
1: Yeah, I'm at and,
0: 80. Yeah, and I'm not, you know, we're both not that far from the parks. So, so it just depends on where you live. Uh, but it was a rainy, an unusually rainy on and off day here in uh, central Florida. Um, and very humid, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's We haven't seen the humidity levels like today in... Quite a while like another yeah like in the last few weeks or so but my anyway.
1: husband said when he went out this morning um y- you walk out and you're wearing your glasses and it's weird to have them all fog up on you yeah <laughs> and you can't see where
3: you're fucking up <laughs> contacts why wear contacts
0: well speaking of fogging up let's get back to the parks
1: <laughs> so i want to say you know and i say this every at the end of every podcast um smart people put sunscreen on mm-hmm. and don't skip your children.
0: <laughs> oh uh, yeah. And we've seen You're that yourself. we've seen that infants, not even having a head covering are getting burnt right now, those are not, not only are those people, not smart people, they're morons, you know, you don't want to take care of yourself. Okay. That's one thing, but if you've got an infant with you, cover them up. The yeah. sun in Florida is brutal. It is. Um, it is. Yeah, that's a good point, Darlene. And we have seen that firsthand. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, another thing is smart people wear comfortable shoes in the parks, not brand new sneakers or high heels. I've seen high heels Mm -hmm. on some people.
1: Spikes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or people, because they want to look cool, wear, you know, long pants, long sleeves, jacket, and it's the middle of summer or late spring. It's 80, 90 degrees outside.
3: Test your shoes out, go out, take a mile walk. And why do I need to walk a mile? Because you're going to walk about 10 miles if you're walking around Epcot.
0: So go um, out
3: for a long walk, see how your feet feel. Do you need
0: new shoes? Yeah, I would recommend if you you buy new shoes, you're going to bring to the park, wear them around the house for a week, take a long walk like Kurt had suggested, wear them for a couple of days too before you go so you know. recommend. Um,
2: And have more than one pair.
3: Yes, because if it pours down rain, you are going to thank us. So before you even go to the park, as soon as you've made your reservations, most people make the reservations, what, nine months, six months out? Even if it's only three months out, Mm -hmm. start researching. Research now. What kind of research are we talking? Look at restaurants. Look at the menus of restaurants. Start thinking about what you want to eat, where you might want to eat. Ask people in your party what sounds good. Do the research before you get down there so that you're not surprised.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, John, I'm sure you've got a long list.
4: <laughs> well, some one of the basics we didn't talk about is having my Disney experience set up ahead mm-hmm. of time. So yes. you, know, it, you need to have that set up for things like if you want to, if you want to order Genie Plus, or you want to make dining reservations, if you do have Genie Plus and you want to arrange attractions, or to, for now you still have to reserve the parks. So having mm-hmm. your account set up, being able to link your Magic Bands to it, if you have Magic Bands or you're going to get Magic Bands, having that all set up, so you're not scrambling to do that when you get down there. So you want to have that all done ahead of time, as well as linking your family members together. So if you happen to get pictures, if you happen to get photo pass for, or no, I'm sorry, what's it called now? Memory maker. If you happen to get that for one of the members of your family, then you get all of the pictures linked together as well. So having that all set up ahead of time, so you're not trying to figure it out. And like Kurt was saying, do the research on it ahead of time and have it ready to go.
0: Absolutely. Um, Any, you know, some, anybody have anything else that they want to, you know, mention right now that's at the top of their list of things people should be doing there? Smart vacationers do.
1: Well, I think a smart vacationer plans a budget Mm -hmm. so you know what to, do and one of the things for that budget that you can do is if you are a target member or a bj's member uh sam's club costco um you might be able to get disney gift cards for your family members especially the young kids to go and shop at disney um you could save a few dollars sometimes if a 25 dollar gift card can get for 24 or 25 dollars or uh 20 Mm -hmm. you know you get like five five dollars off of you know most of them 10 off of some of them so yeah you'll you'll have a little bit of a discount there so
2: yeah target is five percent
1: oh is it five yeah that's what I thought
0: I know Costco every year has I think they do it a couple times each year they have special prices on Disney tickets or special discounts on Disney tickets
1: gift cards or
0: tickets I'm sorry for tickets oh maybe it's gift cards I don't know it's something like that I know they give yeah. it on something Sam's I, I know too much. Yeah,
1: yeah I know um sometimes they do that during Black Friday too so
0: yep
2: mm-hmm. yeah we, we stack the gift cards and and we use that to pay for food and souvenirs mm-hmm. so that's a great way to stay on budget yep. yeah yeah.
0: Uh, Another thing that we used to do with, with our kids, we told them we're going to give you X amount of dollars for the entire vacation. How you spend it is up to you. This way, they, this way they're in control and they're learning how to budget themselves. Um, Some kids better than others. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, And they get to, they're in control of what they buy for themselves. And, you know, we might give them a little bit of advice and say, well, do you really need this? Do you really want that? And, but you know what, when they're when they were younger we just let them do whatever they want when they got a little older we said okay is this impulsive because you just happen to see it or do you want to save some money for something else and then you have to tell them well you might not see it anywhere else either so you have to play both sides of the fence yeah yeah well Lottie,
4: when you say you stack your uh gift cards do you mean you combine them onto one new gift card number or what do you mean by stack
2: yes okay. actually yeah. we we buy them over the course of the year we know that we're going to go soon and so every time we go to target we add a 25 five dollar gift card to whatever it is that we're purchasing and then right before the trip you can go to there's a website that's listed on the back of the card and you can combine them all onto uh one card but it's not so you know the ones that at target or wherever you get them from uh ha- they are a 25 five dollar card or they are a 100 card so you can't stack those so i keep the ones that i buy in the park the ones that you put around your wrist for food and wine festival you can put up to five thousand dollars on those Mm -hmm. uh and so yes that's what i mean
4: consolidate them right consolidate
2: them all because we buy them over i mean if we know we're we know we're going to go to disney so we just buy them every time we go to target there's a drawer in the bedroom we just fill it up
0: Yeah. Um, those are things, you know, that, you know, if you're, if you've never been to Walt Disney World, you're going to be overwhelmed too. Um, so any tips and tricks you can learn, you know, do your research. It's, I think that is like one of the most basic things that a smart Disney vacationer (laughs) will do is do their research.
4: Well, I, I, you know, I think it's interesting. I think at least this is true for me, but. I think smart Disney fans also listen to other smart Disney fans. Yep. So listening to other podcasts or, you know, listening to relative, I, I chat back and forth with my niece, uh, about Disney trips because we, we both do a lot of research and, and know what's going on. So, and like mm-hmm. we do here, just amongst ourselves, we yeah. listen to other smart Disney Fans, other smart Disney travelers, so that we're even better prepared and, and knowledgeable.
3: And research Disney attractions too. If you get motion, Stuart knows if he were to step foot on Galaxy Rewind, he's done for the day. Yep. So it's one thing, Stuart, again, he lives 20 minutes away, so he can, his wife can drive him home while he's hanging his head in a protein bag. But it, if you're down there on vacation and that happens to you, your day is ruined
0: it is yep
3: tickets aren't cheap for you to ruin your day over one attraction if you're right at early do your research cool. find out what's good or what's not good as far as anything that you might have motion sickness.
0: yeah and, and you know i'm glad you brought up tickets if you're coming down here and you know for those who may not be staying staying on property maybe if you are staying on property but you don't plan on spending every day in the parks if you're buying single day tickets because you're not sure when you're going to be where that can get very expensive. I, you know, I I would plan out your days way in advance that you're going to be in the parks or spend in the parks. And you know, if you're going to be there for three or four days, get a, you know, four day pass. If you're on property or if you're off property, beware. Oh, here's another thing too. Darling, you'll know about this. You see all these places that say, that'll say big signs, cheap Disney tickets, never ever go in there because they're all scams. It could be it's a, a um, timeshare that they're trying to sell you on or, or something else, where they're just ripping you off with tickets that aren't valid tickets at Disney World.
3: Yeah, those are all scams. They've always been scams.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I know people have tried to go to them and it's, it's, it's a scam. It's. When you're buying Disney tickets now, unless you're buying an annual pass, you're buying for a specific time of the year.
1: It's it's sad when you see these like flashing signs thirty nine dollars Disney gift tickets or Disney gift um, tickets for the parks, and it, it's you you can't believe those.
0: Nope, nope, never then um, the same thing holds true with the merchandise. You know, a lot of places will say, you know, T-shirt. We've got Disney T-shirts and they're cheaper, 50% off or, or whatever it is. They're knockoffs for the most part. Um, so you have to be careful of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. If you're staying in a resort, there are certain things I'm sure you guys know that you can do that will help make your resort stay even better. Online check-in. Don't wait till you get there.
4: Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, how far ahead of time or when you're staying at a Disney resort and you're making the reservation, what time do you specify you're, you're planning to arrive? Do you do it exactly the time you think you're going to be there? Or you do it a little bit earlier? Because we know that it, you can wait for a while to get your room. I, I typically don't get in my room until four o'clock or even afterwards lately, but that's what
3: we usually say. It's four o'clock.
4: Yeah. Which, which kind of, which is another thing that smart visitors do is they plan for that so that they don't lose time that day. So they've got, a backpack, they've got the things that the drinks, the bottles, snacks, and they plan if if they have a whatever your transportation is going to be if it's a rental car, or you're going to use a bus or whatever, you plan to have your luggage taken care of. And you have a plan to get to where you want to be so that you don't rely on being in that room until later. You know, you've got your medicine, you've got your sunscreen, you've got your hat, you've got your water and your water bottle, your camera, your phone fully charged, (laughs) those kinds of things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When I, we, uh, our upcoming trip, our flight actually gets in Orlando at 730 in the morning. Uh, That, that technically... If we were renting a car, it's probably enough time to get us to the park right after rope drop. Um, but mm-hmm. can't get to the room at four o'clock, so you you stop by, you get your you get your stuff, take it to uh, Bell Services, and then you uh, you you head to the park. hmm That's what we used to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, when we used to come down there, uh, when we weren't living here, we would fly in magical express is no longer there. So that option is gone. Uh, and we would stay on property the whole time. We would, you know, totally immerse ourselves on Disney property. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would be dependent on the transportation there because we didn't have a car and, you know, the bus service, you know, you it's, it's tricky if you're going to stay in the parks until they close, you're going to be waiting a long time. If you're at, if you, if your only means of transportation is the Disney buses, uh, you know, sometimes they come quickly, sometimes they don't, but if it's at the end of the day, you and everybody else staying within the resort section that you're on is going to be going to those buses at the same time. In the morning, it's a little easier. Um, you, you can watch and see how the buses operate for a day or so till you figure it out, but you can kind of like judge and pick the times for the parks by watching when the, how often the buses come in, how long it takes. It could be 10 minutes to animal kingdom that you have to wait. If you get there at a certain time, 20 minutes. So pay attention, not just to your bus stop, but to the other buses that are coming into the, your, your bus stop to see how often and when they come and how crowded they get and that's another thing you know on the weekends what's the park that's usually the most crowded that's usually the most crowded any day of the week but really on the weekends magic Magic kingdom Kingdom. yeah never if you're staying on property on vacation never go to magic kingdom on a weekend if you can help it uh sometimes it's unavoidable but you know it's pick a day during the week A, a school of thought too is if there's a halloween party at night at the magic kingdom is closing early that's a great day to go to magic kingdom it is that's if you don't care if you miss the fireworks because the park will be empty during the day
1: just don't go to the other parks that yeah.
0: night
4: yes
1: because <laughs> that's when everybody flocks out of the edge kingdom yep. and runs to epcot <laughs>
4: yeah. one, one of the things i have related to that is that experienced disney travelers know what the busier parks are going to be for a Uh given day, you know, through some of those things you talked about or looking at crowd calendars, know what the busier parks are going to be so that you're at least making an informed decision about where you're going and you at least set your expectations before you get there.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know there was something else I wanted to mention. I can't remember. Oh yeah, um th- this is not what I wanted to mention, but it, it's something else too. You know, y- you you cannot do everything on your own. It's really imperative that you get a season. When I say season, a knowledgeable a um, travel planner to help you. You know, someone who can make those dining reservations for you or assist you with them. Some of someone who can help explain genie plus to you knows what resorts might be a good fit for you and your family based on the information you give them and someone who could guide you to having a great vacation you you know if you don't want to walk into a travel agent or try to do it on your own and go okay this is where we're going to stay and not know anything about other than oh they have animals there well yeah maybe animal kingdom is a great place to stay but you, then you have to think, okay, how much time is it going to take me to get to the parks from there? How much time are we actually going to spend there? And so there, there's a lot that goes into it. If you're going there, down there with young children, I highly recommend you save your money and stay at a value resort because you're never going to be there except to put your heads on the pillow to rest at night. So I don't I don't agree with that one. Okay. We,
2: we don't do the value resorts because they're too small you need a little bit more oh, space that's a good point that. you're
0: right if you've got a it, family that's bigger than four or larger than four you cannot do the. yeah well you can but it's
2: well tight even even or if, if you
0: got two kids that are six foot two yeah,
2: yeah even if they're four it's that those those rooms are smaller than the other rooms on the pro- on property yeah. so if you've got more than one kid you need to be at a moderate
0: well, okay, I, I, we did it with two, we did it with two kids, and we did, when they were younger, the, we did not have a problem. When they got a little bit older, we moved to a moderate resort, um, and and then when they got even older, it was the higher end resorts.
2: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're doing art of animation this time, but we they got the Lion King suite, they got the family suites now, so you can get up to six people in there comfortably, and there are yeah. two bathrooms.
4: You That's key
2: have for five yeah. You have to have multiple bathrooms or else no one's leaving uh, on time because everybody's fighting over the same space.
1: I like mm-hmm. having two bathrooms any which way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, and well, if started, you start a two-bedroom villa, you get three bathrooms sometimes.
1: Mm, nice.
3: Depending on I, the villa.
2: Uh, Kyle walked in almost on time and brought me a gift card from
3: Target.
0: There you go. Oh, nice. Good job, Kyle. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted here. I, I'm having issue. I, I checked our upload speed because I can. For those of you who are watching this, I hope you can see everybody moving around. I can't. I'm. Hmm. I can see myself moving around, and every now and then I see Darlene and <laughs> Kirk, but Lottie and John have been frozen most of the time. Oh. So on my end, but I also checked my upload speed and it's not great here for some reason. I don't know what the problem is. Um, but the upload speed for the show is not working great right now, which is so, probably well. so hopefully, yeah, hopefully more...
1: everybody can hear us well. Yeah. See yeah. us well on YouTube. Um, I, I mean, another thing I would, I, you know, a smart, a smart person does is, you know, plan out, you know, if you want to have, If you're a person in a family that eats two, three meals a day, remember that the food portions at Disney, especially if you go to a sit-down meal and you do a character breakfast, you might not be doing those three Mm -hmm. meals a day. You might only do that one big meal and then get a snack at night. So don't book yourself over on sit-down dinners or that or... You know, make a plan to go to your Mm -hmm. quick service that you want to go to another day.
3: Yeah. Very true.
4: And there's uh, something that goes along with eating that that I think that that some of the smarter visitors do, and that is to save money. Look at splitting meals where you can or doing appetizers Mm -hmm. or. Eating at lounges. So, if you have trouble getting into certain places, there's a lot of times you can eat at a lounge and get some of the same food and, and have better availability. So, there's, there's things you 20. can do around dining.
2: Yeah, Space 220 is great for that. Yeah. Go to the lounge instead of uh, eating you know a whole dinner cuz i think that meal is prefixed and
4: yes it is no, yeah. the,
2: the the lounge is m- much cheaper and it's the same experience
4: right yeah.
1: even Lottie and i did um brown derby the one time we and did. we we got the like remember they had the toned down cob salad in a in a cone and stuff that was kind of cool so yeah you it, you still get the experiences and the food is just as good T-tick and if,
2: nomad lounge is another one
4: yeah, yeah. Sure and if you get the big meal and you can't finish it chances are you're not going to be able to take that with you anywhere you, you don't
1: Mm-mm. even if you have a
4: refrigerator in your room how likely are you to eat that the next day right so if you get something smaller appetizers or split your meals if you're hungry later on you'd always get yourself a snack
1: mm-hmm. you have
4: this extra food You'd likely You're go to carry do. it around. Yeah. You're not
1: going to
2: carry do. that around the
1: park. No. Just, no. No. Exactly. I don't even like coming home with um, leftovers <laughs> here. <laughs> Due to the fact that I'm in the park all day, it's all like I'm carrying around an ice pack. <laughs> Cooler. <Yeah. laughs> oh yeah you
4: have enough weight in there already with your batteries and your water bottles and your drinks and your hats and your Mm -hmm. your uh sunscreen yeah
1: make sure i just um experienced my last trip up to my home old hometown of west seneca new york um that my spare battery was on its way out and I was staying in an older home, about a hundred years old (laughs) and the electrical outlets were far and few between. (laughs) So I was using that spare battery, make sure those spare batteries charge your phone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, Bring extra sync cables with you. Don't depend on one because one may not last. Right um they do have i know they used to i think they still do where you can purchase a um battery pack for your phones yes. they're very expensive yes. though that's a mistake that a non uh seasoned disney vacationer will make by not bringing one and then they have to spend uber bucks to purchase one in the parks so those i can't remember the name of them I'm fuel about- rod
1: ride.
2: fuel rods you ride. can buy those locally and then exchange them at the park. So that, yes. that saves yep. you money if really you did. buy them ahead of time. You buy them and wow. charge them, take them with you to the park, swap it out at the park. You don't. You're not paying for, uh, you know, the high cost to purchase one. Mm-hmm. You just swap it out.
3: How much does it cost to s- swap it out?
2: Oh, uh, I don't know.
0: I'm I'm gonna look it up right here, but the you, know, you, you can find uh, Amazon has them on sale every now and then. Anchor, which is a decent brand, for like twelve bucks for ten thousand whatever it is to charge your phone, and and they're pretty good and they're pretty reliable.
1: Yeah, my my phone is actually staying much better now than it was earlier today. <laughs> Charging on that than it was on my regular
2: cord. <laughs> the fuel, fuel rod itself on on Amazon, there's a two pack for. 35 bucks oh okay and I, it's I, I think it's more than 20 dollars for one
4: right is there uh, a transaction fee to exchange it at the park no,
1: there was not there used to not be because mm-hmm. i had friends that did them um... mm-hmm.
4: yeah i think they're making their money off of selling them new yeah
2: yeah they are they're making the money off of uh selling them new um they they cost thirty dollars if you want to buy one as a park. So that was $34.99 on Amazon for two. $30 mm-hmm. a park if you want
4: to purchase one. Wow. wow. Almost, almost twice
0: as much. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: yeah. So any other anybody else have anything else they want to mention on this? Oh, oh go ahead go ahead.
2: no charge there's no charge to swap no charge
0: to swap so you save the
4: money ahead of time and if you don't if it runs out you don't have a chance to charge it yourself you can just swap it out there yeah. at the the different uh locations
0: that, that's that's a good deal to do that
4: yeah. yeah that is
0: um all of these
4: things we've been talking about is thinking ahead of time yes and being absolutely. prepared
0: yeah all right that, that's why I said before, like the number one thing anybody could do really is research.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you do your research, you, you're prepared. Um, something I would tell you not to do, I would not, I, I'd be very careful who you're listening to on social media. There's a lot of disinformation <laughs> yes. out there. So I, I would tell you to stay away from social media, try to stick with people you know, people you can trust with your Disney, you know, with Disney information.
1: Reliable.
0: Yeah. Um, and everybody says they're an expert. Let me tell you this: there are people who know more than others, but nobody is a true expert. It's some things; it's just your opinion. Some things, yep. it's just a better way to do things that they've learned over the years themselves or through other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not saying to take it with a grain of salt because there's a lot of good advice out there, but right. be careful who you trust with that advice or who you're receiving. Be you wary
3: of people who have inside information; it's not
0: always true. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can ask a cast member, and Darlene, I'm sure this has happened to you, it's happened to me, Mm -hmm. about, have you heard anything about this? And they'll give you a response, and then you ask another cast member, maybe two minutes later, somewhere else in the park, and you get a completely different response. Yep. Either they're pulling your leg, or they just don't know, or they think they know, and they're not sure.
4: Right. Well, you're the only expert at what is good for you. Yep, So. I, my i had a very similar thing and that is that go out and experience things yourself first before you listen to other people's opinions it's it's good to yeah. be informed it's you know good to listen to opinions but don't act on those opinions until you've experienced it yourself so you know whether it's dining whether it's an attraction or a park or whatever mm-hmm. some somebody else might not like it But you might love it, so don't don't shortchange yourself.
1: Like Tony's Town Square.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And sci-fi dining. Sci-fi dining. uh, I was thinking. Yeah, Yeah, John. The problem with sci-fi dining isn't the food; it's the price of the food because you can get similar. Similar well, and just a good quality at Backlot Express, which is a counter service restaurant. But you shouldn't let your, anyone's control.
4: opinion stop you from doing it. it is all Look,
0: awesome. I, I will say this about Sci-Fi Diner. If you've never been there, go once because it is an experience. It is it's an not, experience. It's not a comfortable experience for some people, but it is an experience.
1: It's fun. It's it's neat to see the old Clips. clips. Yeah, clips. I was trying to think of like films. Um, you yeah, know,
0: fifties yeah, yeah. and sixties yeah. sci-fi movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah If
1: but, you like fifties diners and stuff, you're gonna love yeah. it.
0: Yeah, but you know what the problem. And I, I do. I like
1: thing. that type stuff.
0: The problem I have with sci-fi diner is you're you're paying for the cheap ambiance, even though the ambiance is wonderful. I think they c- should figure out a way to make the seating in there more comfortable for the guests. Because you're paying a lot of money for those for the food that you basically get at Backlot Express.
2: Yeah, my my uh, uncle uh we went with him years ago. He loved being there, but he, he's six foot four. He hated yeah. oh, sitting geez. in those seats. He, yeah. he was yeah. so it's uncomfortable funny. the entire time. And yeah. he, he said, you know, if the it, it would have been okay if the food was great, but he just he was he was really uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and, and Tony's Town Square, uh, you know, it depends on what you get there. There are some dishes that are decent, they're good, but there are others that are not so good. Um, so you have to, it, it depends on your choice of food. And that can, that goes with any restaurant, really. You know, it's some are better at having quality all around than others. But, you know, in the Magic Kingdom, w- with few exceptions, they're trying to please a wide variety of palates, so they've got to cook a little differently than they might at a resort for guests because, you, you know, you've got a lot of kids in Magic Kingdom. And they're not going to go for some dishes that an adult might go for.
4: Well, I, I think this makes my point, is there different people have different opinions and different experiences. So... Go out, you know, be informed, do research, but ultimately make your own decision. And if you try something once and you don't like it, you know, we all do that. And and then we, you know, we all have our preferences and mm-hmm. sometimes our preferences are positive and sometimes they're negative. So,
0: you know, I, I just thought of another great example. Um, the restaurant in the Mexican pavilion. I forgot the name of it offhand. San Angelin. San Angelin. Yeah. Um, great ambiance. You're not going to find ambiance better than that restaurant anywhere. Uh, If you want to go on a romantic dinner or lunch with with your special someone, that's a great place to go. But don't expect much from the food. And if you look at reviews online, it is universally panned for not having great food, but the place always sells out. And, And I would highly recommend the restaurant if you want a romantic setting. If you're looking for something that will set the scene for whether you want to get engaged to somebody or or something like that, it's a great place to go. I'll
1: be able
2: to see the ring, but... Well... The the, the seats are too close together, too. They pack too many tables in there. So you want to have a romantic uh, uh, evening with yourself and with the couple next to you, (laughs) <laughs> I was just saying here, can you take a selfie
1: of us, please?
2: Right. <laughs> you're you're reaching too far. They're like right here.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true.
1: I would um, rather but- get something from the um outdoor um pavilion and then go and stand on the bridge and eat it together. But, and you know, I think you
0: guys are making John's point. <laughs> that you know it's yeah everybody's got different tastes and you know know, what might be crowded to some may be fine for others Mm -hmm. correct
3: now one of the things we've all talked about individual things we talked about water bottles we talked about packing your sunscreen uh we didn't talk about packing a uh a poncho but bring some kind of poncho or rain jacket or something now how are you carrying all this mess pack a backpack make sure it's a comfortable backpack because we thought we had this nice backpack that, oh, look, it's compacted, all fit in there, and it had the rope shoulder straps. Oh, wow. Hey, when you're packing in the hours in a hot, sweaty Florida sun, you don't want those ropes, even though the, the – yes, I'm sorry, the pads, when you put them over your shoulder, are going to leave sweat marks, but it's a heck of a lot more comfortable than that doing the ropes. those ropes over your shoulders. So oh, yeah. pack a comfortable backpack. And just be careful, don't overload it, because you know you're going to be passing it around and everyone's going to have to carry it. Uh, if you are staying at a resort that's got a freezer, see if you can find, they make water bottle ice cube makers, where mm-hmm. they're only about this I big around and they're about that long. And you can shove those all in your, your water bottle, and it they keep your water bottle colder. And then as that's sitting on your backpack, if it's a regular water bottle, um, it'll start to thaw. Because your back's gonna cause it to sweat and stuff, so that's why the brittle water bottles, like I was talking about with Lottie, they now make uh, it's an aluminum bottle, not just the plastic ones. They last longer. My wife's is in the kitchen. I'm not gonna go out and get it.
2: I know I have one. Like it was just here a minute ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know what happened to it.
3: Yeah, I, I just washed my wife's. I know it's sitting right there in the kitchen. I'm not going in to get it. So, But Lottie, you have an example in just a minute.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm trying to get a kid to go get one, but (laughs) they've been incredibly loud, and now they can't hear me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Uh,
1: um, Trying to think. Um, Plan your day strategically. I know most, most smart travelers know that they can go back to the resort, they can go take their kids swimming or just to take a nap and then go back to the park or go to dinner somewhere at Disney Springs or play, you know, mini golf. They, there's a ton of things that you could mm-hmm. do while you're there.
0: Yeah. So. Um, something else, I, you know, drawing you brought up a good point. If you're staying off property and you don't have transportation or you decided you're gonna take the hotels bus to the parks that they provide there and it may be free and it may be cheaper for you to stay there um they only run certain times of the day that's not like back and forth like disney you know where you might have a little bit of a wait but you might have to you know what there's one bus that comes that leaves at 10 o'clock at night and if you miss that you're going to take an uber back
3: Mm
0: -hmm. right so i would yeah go
3: ahead i was going to say uh, kind of going along the lines with what Darlene was talking about. With oh yeah, go back, take a rest. Know your limitations.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, don't plan and do Epcot at the beginning of the. Well, you're you're kind of stuck. Where you're going to put Epcot at? If you put Epcot in the beginning of your of your trip, that's a 12 mile day. If you go back and hit hit the World Showcase twice, now all of a sudden the next day you can barely move. You have to be careful, plan accordingly. Don't overdo it in the beginning. By the end of your trip, you know, the six. we literally have put in 60 miles on a trip, on a five-day trip before. you got to make sure you're in shape for that. Start training mm-hmm. early for it so that you're ready to go because it is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're just going to go walk around the parks. We're going to sit on their tracks. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. You will be exhausted. If you've got one of those portable massagers, the shark bar image one that beat you up, yeah, bring it.
1: You, your calves will thank you. Yep. Yeah. It's, I used to do that. I used to take walks um, on lunch before we were coming to Disney. After the first couple times I went, I was exhausted about <laughs> the running we did. And I started walking before we would, you know, to disney just so my legs you're right in shape because and those shoes you can have a pair of shoes too if they're too old that are worn out and you don't have cushioning in them those are going to become uncomfortable and you might need um uh moleskin moleskin for your feet oh yeah so that's um one thing i'm going to suggest is is that too, not too
3: old the shoes. Yeah, no, and know what the shoes are made out of because I once got, there's a brand of shoe that has some kind of a form-fitting, it basically feels like you're walking on a magic eraser. They're just Ooh. foam in the bottom.
2: Memory and
3: foam. And mm-hmm. Memory foam. And I swear the first day we were there, the deluge hit, we had to walk through a puddle. The shoes were no good. There was it, they were done. So completely destroyed the shoes on the very first day. Luckily, I had a pair of backup shoes because
1: yeah, they
0: were no good. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I yeah. at least have three pairs of shoes when I go on vacation.
0: Yeah. Something More. that you could do in the day. You know, most people don't buy newspapers anymore. They would bring newspaper with them and shove it in their shoes if they would get wet in the parks because it would dry it out quicker. Um, but that yep. become a thing of the past now. Newspapers. I,
1: I'm I, 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 I beg to differ. I do see paper along my route when I'm walking Cogsworth.
0: Yeah, but not so many people
4: get newspapers Can,
3: anymore. No. Can I just stick my digital computer in there? That's where I read <laughs> okay.
4: newspaper now. I've, yeah. I've often right. used hair dryers in the resorts. Yeah. If if there's some clothing that I had to rinse out or shoes that got wet, to at least take some of the moisture out and then they're you know easier to dry overnight mm-hmm. or whatever. So I, I've used hair dryers quite a bit for those kinds of things in the rooms before.
0: Yeah. Good idea.
1: I'm going to throw this tip out there. It's been a while since I've done it, but um, smart travelers, um, if you think that you might want to do laundry while you're at the resort, while you're sitting at the pool one day, because you need something or you have kids that, have accidents or something it's always good to put some laundry detergent on um a couple washcloths before you leave let them dry put them in a ziploc so you can throw those in the wash and you'll have your laundry soap Yeah,
0: you know, yeah
2: something Tide else Pods work great the pods work great too oh yeah that. Tide Tide Tide
3: pods. Not yeah.
0: That. yeah you know something else guests can do smart guests will do they'll bring those packing cubes with them so mm-hmm. you might be able to fit certain things for your children and one or you know separate things so because space is limited in the in the resort rooms
3: mm-hmm. and
0: having the packing cubes I, I think really helps because everything's organized and you're ready to go so when your kids get up in the morning and you want to get out of there here's your outfit get going yeah the,
2: the packing cubes are great for if you do it right for for saving space in the suitcase which you're going to yeah. need yeah. Absolutely. Saves space you can get home you yeah. get all stuff you bought home Mm-hmm. Yeah. or yeah. smart people have it shipped directly to their house there. very true
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. very true I,
4: I actually bring a hand scale when I check a bag mm-hmm. I bring a hand scale because if I we buy some things which we always do and my suitcase is heavier than it was when I came down I know that it's still going to be within the weight limit for whatever airline <laughs> I'm using
1: uh, and smart people also sometimes, if they only come down with two pieces of luggage, and one of them's a carry-on, one's a check, they stick another bag in so they can check a second bag.
4: Expandable bag, yes. Uh, <laughs> a,
0: a fillable bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything? I else have thing? actually had
3: to buy a suitcase down in Florida. <laughs> We've done that too. <laughs> I can't say. Yep. I, I, my first Mickey suitcase was bought at the theme. Well, it was at Port Orleans French Quarter because, for whatever reason, we thought we could get down there on one suitcase mm-hmm. and realized, yeah, this was not smart. Yep.
4: Yeah. Well, so even even us experienced and intelligent travelers don't always do the nope. smartest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I the same it's thing. Happened. thing i know a Mickey Mouse suitcase, a, a carry-on that I've used quite a bit now since, yeah. since I brought it home.
0: You, you learn from your mistakes, um, mm-hmm. but if you can prevent some of those mistakes by listening to not, – I'm not talking about us – by listening to people who have been there and done that, um, you know, by all means, it'll help you out. Yeah.
2: There you go. There's another show idea. What is the stupidest thing you've ever done?
0: Uh. <laughs>
1: yes. There we go. <laughs> Let's do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, Learn from we're, our mistakes. What the craziest things you've seen in the parks? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know if I can podcast that.
3: I told you guys that story. Yeah. I I don't know if I can podcast that.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if Darlene were we with you when we saw this, but it's just it goes back to you know a, a parent with a child, no sunscreen. And one of those, like f- those front, I don't know what they yeah. call them, baby packs where they're holding them, you know, with the carriers. There. Yeah. The carriers and are just like completely uncovered. And it's just like that's torture for these children.
2: Yeah. yeah I used to, uh, yeah. the last, uh, I remember Ava and Charlotte being in the wrap uh, carrier and we always just put it just put a hat on their head. It's not yeah, difficult. Put a hat on their heads or when when uh, they were little, you just took your, their feet on the inside of the carrier and yeah. 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 keep them from getting yeah. getting sunburned. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So for those of you who've never been to Disney and you don't know um that there's a lot of sun in the parks. They call Florida the Sunshine State for yeah. a reason. <laughs>
1: They do, they do. Uh... Uh,
0: anyway, um, I, you know, if anybody's got anything else they want to mention, now's the time because I'm about to end the shenanigans. Oh. <laughs> well,
4: one thing that well, we've talked about being prepared, one of the things that I think that the smart travelers do is they understand what their transportation options are wherever mm-hmm. they are, whether they're mm-hmm. at a park or they're at their resort or they're at another resort. They know whether it's served by buses or by boats or the Skyliner or a ferry or uh, smaller boats but, uh, or, or knowing that you can get Uber or minivan or Lyft. But understanding what your transportation options are is important because, as we all know, dis- Disney World is distributed. The parks yeah. are spread out. The resorts are spread out. Uh, Disney Springs, the water parks, all of those places, you, you have to take transportation to get from one place to another. So mm-hmm. monorail, understanding what your transportation options are ahead of time is is what the smart travelers do.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And pack your patience. <laughs>
0: pack your patience. Yeah. Uh, the lines you. will be long. Um you know people are saying, you know, will scream whether they're yours or not you know i've spoken to quite a few people that live in my community here and they've gone on different days over the last couple of weeks and we even had an experience where epcot was relatively i'm sorry magic king we went to magic kingdom last week it was dead um and other people say well we were in an animal kingdom and we couldn't move <laughs> so it depends on the park it depends on when you're going and sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's paying attention to the crowd levels that people keep track of. Uh, touringplans.com is, is a great source for historical um, crowd levels for each day of the year. Now it's become, I think, a little more difficult to, you know, since COVID because things in the parks have changed and Genie Plus has certainly changed that. Um, if you're purchasing Genie Plus, you know, you're still gonna have to wait to get on the attractions. It's not going to be like, Oh, let me just walk right in here. Um, so, you know, take everything into account, get as much information as you can. Now, can you possibly overload yourself with information?
1: Mm-hmm. You yeah. Can. So,
0: Yeah. So I think it's important that you do your research and then try to narrow down from the information you're receiving, like what looks better than the other, what fits you and your situation better than some of the others, Rely on your travel agent. If your travel agent gives you, I don't know, I'm not sure, too often, then you don't have the right travel agent. It's not, it's okay for a travel agent to say, you know what, let me get the answer for you and then get back to you with the answer in, in a relatively decent period of time. It's not right when you have a travel agent who just say, I don't know, and they're not willing to find the information out for you. You're, you know what, you're not paying them directly, but they're getting a commission off of your trip. And you know, you should get the most out of your trip. You're paying a lot of money to go to Disney World. Don't settle for anything less than the best. There, there's a reason you know, that we recommend mass fan travel because we know how great a job they do for their customers. And you might be able to find another travel agent out there, not associated with mass fan travel that could do similar the same things, but it's important you pick the right one, whoever it is. And they're gonna guide you in how you should do your research as well. They're not gonna do everything for you, nor should they, but they can put you on the right track to making the most out of your vac- vacation and doing it the best way you possibly can and always have a plan B because and C and D because things don't always go as planned, <laughs> no matter how much you plan and plan well. All right. Anything else, guys? Or is it time to get out of here? <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here now. Look, I, 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 um, I, I do want to mention this for, you know, my family. Thank God my family is safe in Israel. Um, for friends, for people that we don't know the entire country, you know, you know, it's our hearts and prayers and thoughts are all with everyone in Israel. So until, you know, hopefully it'll, there are better days ahead. You know, going to Disney World is supposed to be a magical vacation. Well, going anywhere in the world should be magical and we need to get back to that so until next time everybody be safe be yourself bye-bye
4: good night everybody see you real soon well we've been here trying to help people see the light and be, be better informed so i'm gonna have to share and at last i see the light and it's like the fog has lifted but well, we hope that we helped you to lift the fog a little bit and that you'll come back with us next week and see the light again with us. See you next week.
1: Have a magical night. Stay safe. And please pack your sunscreen and a poncho. And hit that like button so we don't get no, rid of me. <laughs> like yeah,
0: I didn't the mention that tonight.
1: <laughs> Good night.